Hello, my spooky babes, and welcome back, or welcome, to the Shared Madness Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Madison. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet ya. Um, And this is a podcast where I talk about, like, true crime, conspiracy theories, creepy things, cryptids, uh, eventually cults. All those things started with a C. That's weird. Okay. Um, anyways, so if you're interested in any of that stuff, you should listen to me more really. (laughs) I'm really fun. So anyways, this episode is Halloween themed, you know, for the spooky season. If you're listening to this from the future, it is the beginning of October. What is today? I'm recording this on the 8th. So yeah, it's spooky season. (laughs) It's been spooky season for me personally, but anyways, one of my favorite things to do during Halloween, obviously, other than, like, going to the pumpkin patch, watching movies. I watch scary movies year-round. Who are we kidding? Um, and giving, like, candy to trick-or-treaters is going to Halloween Haunt at Kings Island. And most of you don't live where I live. So, I know a lot of my listeners are, like, in the UK or in California or down south. Hood baby. <laughs> baby, baby. That was cringy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I haven't had any coffee today, which is weird. I don't know why I'm so like, woo! But I am. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, Kings Island is a theme park in Mason, Ohio, which is in the United States. And they have this thing every year called Halloween Haunt. So, you go to this theme park at night. I believe it starts at 6 p.m. and ends at like 1 or 2 in the morning. Don't quote me on that. And you can ride some of the rides. People are walking around dressed all scary. Which, side note, I get scared by, like, everything, pretty much. Because I I do this stuff. So, like, I'm very, very jumpy. But the people that scare me the most at Halloween Haunt are the ones... Okay, how do you... I don't even know what they're called. They wear just a plain Halloween mask and normal clothes. But they have on knee pads. Plastic knee pads pads and they run and slide across the sidewalk on their knees and it makes the most horrifying sound especially when they like there's fog all around the park and you can't see them coming (laughs) so they just come and I don't even know how to describe the noise like it's horrifying like I would take the people dressed as like clowns and dolls any day over the people in their knee pads (laughs) anyways Um, so they do that, but one of the main attractions that they have is they'll have a bunch of different haunted houses set up throughout the park. So the last time I went, they had, the ones I went into were one in complete darkness, which was horrifying. You had to hold onto a rope to get through it. And the people in front of me were going so slow and I was like, y'all, we need to run. (laughs) Like, I'm terrified of the dark. Like, that was my least favorite. It was really cool, but it was my least favorite. There was one that was a slaughterhouse theme, one that was Area 51. There was a werewolf, catacombs, which if you don't know what that is, look it up. I'm going to do an episode on it eventually. There was a bayou, and I think there was a, f- there, I know there was a few others that I just didn't get a chance to go into, but this year, because of the Rona, Halloween haunt isn't happening, and I'm really sad about it. Most of the haunted houses around me are still open, and I'll probably go to a few of them, but they're not going to live up to Halloween Haunt. I mean, 
Like, I feel like I didn't do it justice explaining it. Like, you pay one price. You go into this huge theme park. And you get to go through as many haunted houses as you want. As many rides as you want. As many times as you want. And there's plenty of photo ops. Which, if you follow the Instagram, at Shared Madness Pod, you saw, like, the sneak peek I did for this week's episode. And that's where that came from. So... Yeah, it's literally my favorite thing, and I'm really sad that it's not happening, but I'll get over it, I guess. So, for today's episode, I did get the idea from Halloween Haunt, kinda, but I'm gonna talk about extreme haunted houses or extreme haunts, whichever you want to call them. And I'm only doing the ones in America. I'm sure this is a worldwide thing, but I'm focusing on the ones in America. I'm sorry (laughs) to my international people. But all of these places... I don't want to go to, I'm sure most of y'all don't want to go to, and I highly recommend that you never go to any of these places. So, first of all, what is an extreme haunt? I didn't know what this was until I listened to a YouTube video talking about extreme haunts, and I was like, huh? I was very confused, but extreme haunts are similar to haunted houses, But they're designed to be, like, way more intense, which more details on that later. They're designed for people who like to be punished and... Oh, (laughs) I realized... (laughs) I just realized how that sounded. Um, (laughs) Not in a sexual way, hopefully. Um, No. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Apologies to all my elementary school teachers who listen. That's not what I meant. Um, so people that go to these haunts are, they're basically willingly signing their lives away to be tortured by strangers who I would argue to be psychopaths, which you'll see why I think that when we get to the last one, especially, but to begin with, we have one called, it goes by a few different names. So blackout experience, blackout or blackout haunted house, whichever you want to call it. So, I'm just going to call it Blackout. But Blackout is listed as an immersive horror experience, and it was created by Josh Randall and Christian Thor in 2009 after the two were frustrated by how hard it was for them to be scared of traditional haunted houses. Which, I get it. When I go in haunted houses, I'm always like, oh, someone's about to pop up behind that corner. But, like I said, I'm so jumpy. I'll I'll expect it. And they'll still scare me, (laughs) regardless. But Blackout began as a simulated haunted house to sor- to to serve <laughs> to serve as an antithesis of a traditional haunted house in New York City, but has in recent years expanded into Los Angeles. It is meant to make the patrons feel as if they have been taken hostage, and it's made to feel like a Saw movie rather than a haunted house. I love the Saw franchise. I don't want to live in the Saw franchise. Just saying. Um, Before going into Blackout, which this is a theme throughout all of these, people have to sign a liability waiver, mostly because the performers are allowed to touch and physically interact with the participants, but also because the participants have to agree that they will not fight back or touch the performers, and they also have to promise that they don't have epilepsy, which you'll see later. So, in Blackout, and in most of these places, they have a safe word. For Blackout, it's the word safety. So, if they want to end the experience, 
They just scream out safety like over and over until it stops. And when they yell this word, the entire experience is stopped. So they're not allowed to just like skip the section that terrified them. They're done like completely. And there's no refunds, which I feel like is fair. People were complaining about this, but the whole point of going to this is to be scared. And if you scream safety, clearly you're about to piss your pants. So you don't deserve to get a refund if because you didn't make it through the haunted house or extreme haunt. So I feel like that's fair. So some of the things that people have described as well as things that were listed on the Blackout website is things that you could experience include fog, strobe lights, loud sounds, complete darkness, crawling, kneeling, stairs, my, wait, I just, <laughs> whenever I get to these other things, you'll see why I laughed at stairs <laughs> because that's just, it's ridiculous to be on this list. Mild restraint, water, sexual, and violent situations, aggressive physical contact, forced to walk barefoot over waist, having a bag put over your head and kneeling in the dark against a wall, simulated sexual assault, smothered with plastic bags, crawl through plastic tubes. So those are just a few of the things that people have experienced. I just think it's funny that they were like, stairs. But you also might be suffocated and sexually assaulted. <laughs> those are very, very different things. Um, but the features of the attraction depend on A, which location, and B, whenever you go, because they change over time so that people don't really expect what's going on. Because if you expect it, you're not going to be as scared, you know? And that's why I only gave you... I don't even know how many this is. A short list of some of things that could happen. But there are so many more things that could happen. Because they change it all the time. So they don't really know what they're going to do. Also, at the start of every event, the performers have the opportunity to talk to the participants. And they'll ask them about their worst fears. So that they can alter the show to better scare them. Which, I personally think that's cool. But for like a normal haunted house... I would never go to Extreme Haunt. I'm probably going to say that eight times. But it's also, they do this to make people have their biggest freak out. So that the person, like, either A, screams out the safe word, or B, is done. Because they're absolutely terrified. They're pissing their pants at this point. And one of the scariest parts of this one to me is you have to go in by yourself and you're not allowed to talk. You're only allowed to scream. You're not allowed to talk to anybody. Which is horrifying. So, overall, Blackout is one of the tame ones on this list. Especially since they take their safe word so seriously. And I also think it's cool that they are taking into consideration your own fears. Because if you're going to have clowns and somebody isn't terrified of clowns, then well... There you go. Everyone's terrified of clowns, though, pretty much. So, <laughs> Okay, so next up is the Scare House. So, Scare House is an attraction in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The first production of Scare House was presented in 1999. It is owned by Scott and Wayne Simmons, who had been in the haunt industry for more than 20 years. So, I wanted to mention, too, they did normal haunted houses and other, like, creepy things but they this was their first like extreme haunt that they wanted to do so the themes change every year much like the blackout but some of the past 
themes and descriptions are the Sunset Lodge, which was a group of serial killers that took over the Sunset Lodge. Um, Nocturia, which was mostly clowns, circus performers, and wild creatures. That's all their website said. I couldn't find any, like, specifications on what wild creatures meant. And Infernal, which had cursed artifacts from the world released, that released demons from hell. These descriptions are super short, I guess, because they didn't want to give too much away. But the thing that I really want to talk about is the basement. So... The basement is for 18 years of age and over, and like Blackout, you have to sign a waiver. And I probably should have explained this better, but Scare House is a normal haunted house, but the extreme haunts take place in, well, the basement. And this one is called literally the basement. So, it's located directly beneath the haunted house. And participants will experience the following. But obviously, this isn't all of them. Touched, bound, blindfolded, tormented, electric shocks, slapped, caressed, hooded, pushed around, profanity, <laughs> total darkness, sexual content, and strong sense. Um, profanity is really funny to me. <laughs> it's listed on there. I love that. But um, you can do Scarehouse either by yourself or with a partner. And this attraction does have a safe word, which is bunny. <laughs> um, I haven't, I didn't see a ton of reviews about people talking about Scarehouse overall, except for people being like, I loved the basement. And that's apparently like one of their biggest things that they do, because there's a whole section on their FAQ saying, what is the basement? So, and they keep everything super secret with this one as well, which I completely understand. But based off of that list... I still, I don't think I would do it. <laughs> like, I don't want to be pushed around or electrocuted <laughs> or any of that stuff. I'm good. Um, but between this one and Blackout, uh, I guess I go to Scare House. I guess. Just because in Blackout, I don't know. The stairs. <laughs> no, like... I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't go to either, honestly. Um, next up, I have the Castle of Chaos. So, the Castle of Chaos is the scariest haunted house in Utah, as well as the only extreme haunt in Utah. And it is also one of the only underground haunted houses in America. So, with the Castle of Chaos, they have, much like Scare House, an above-ground haunted house. Excuse me. For everyone as you'll see later it's family friendly um and then in the bottom in like the basement underground is the extreme haunted house so the castle of chaos has been terrorizing people since they opened they bring the guests greatest fears to life in an underground maze of classical and modern horror so like the others guests have to sign a waiver in order to enter this extreme haunt as well and the things that happen in the castle chaos like the others change every year that so that people don't really know what to expect some of the things that people experienced in the extreme haunt at the castle of chaos are getting locked in a coffin meeting the demogorgon from stranger things meeting pennywise from it meeting freddy krueger the floor falling out from under them. The walls guillotining their body parts. 
and being grabbed. <laughs> so again, one of those things, well, a few of those things are not like the others. <laughs> so like I said, this attraction has a haunted house as well as the extreme haunt. And they have different levels, actually, because it is listed as family friendly. They want to appeal to everybody. So level one is called Monsters Be Gone. So you get a glow stick so that the monsters will scare you and your kids, but they won't like get all up in your faces or obviously do all this horrible stuff to you because you have children, which is sweet. (laughs) What a cute like couple's night out. Let's take our four-year-old and our two-year-old to the haunted house. (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) me as a parent. Um, So level two is known as general admissions. So, the walkthrough is a normal haunted house, and there's no physical contact from any of the monsters. Level 3 is called Hands-On Horror. You wear a a glow-in-the-dark bracelet, and you can be grabbed, petted, and pinched by the characters. But they will not do, like, all those horrible things on that list to you. Level 4 is called X Screams Hands-On Horror. So, for this one, you wear a glow-in-the-dark necklace... And this tells the performers that they can pick you up, restrain you, threaten you, take you away, and mess with you based on the phobias that you told them in the beginning. Which, that's a huge jump from, you can be touched and pinched, but they can pick you up and restrain you. Um, Level 5 is called the Ultimate Hands-On Horror Experience. So this is the one... It's super secretive, and it's only by appointment. And these customers have to sign a waiver on camera because of the things that they do. So I could not find any, like, reviews or further information about this Level 5. But the guide says on, I believe it was their website that I found this, quote, other than like murder or stuff that would get you into trouble with the law. If you have any questions about whether it can be done, the answer is yes. We're not going to kill you. We're not going to do sexual stuff to you because that's messed up. But if you walk out of here bald, don't be surprised. End quote. I'm just going to leave that there. Do with that information as you will. So what do I think? I think it's cool that they have like the different levels, especially... That they have like a, it's family friendly. And I would personally go here, but I would not do level four or level five because I don't want to be picked up or threatened or have a wall guillotine me. Like that was the weirdest thing to me. Like I don't, I don't know what they mean by that. (laughs) I don't want that to happen, (laughs) whatever that means. So I saved. The one that absolutely terrifies me the most for last. And it also happens to be like the most famous one in the world. So I'm not really even sure how this one is legal at this point, And a lot of other people are with me on that. So <laughs> McKamey Manor. So if you haven't heard of it, McKamey Manor is the most extreme haunted house in the United States. It is a non-profit haunted house attraction where survival horror events are performed. It was listed as a haunted house, but this is so obviously an extreme haunt. Like, ugh. So, (laughs) McKinney Manor is considered to be a pioneer of the notion of extreme haunted houses. It was founded in San Diego by Russ McKamey, and it was on his property, which it still is to this day. 
So, people say that his home smelled like dog pee, which nobody elaborated on that at all. I guess nobody was concerned about that, but I feel like it was either something that he made people drink, which we'll talk about later, or it was just the pee from the people who went there, like, freaking out, because it's horrifying. And... Like the others, guests have to sign a waiver before they can be considered to participate. However, this waiver is 40 pages long. And it is super specific about the horrible things that people may or may not encounter during the experience. We'll talk about those here in a minute. So, the house only lets a few people in each weekend because the experiences are anywhere between like 4 and 8 hours. And nobody has made it all the way through. And I'm sure you all have heard about this before, but this McKamey Manor has the famous 10-hour experience called de-desolation, and there's a prize of $20,000 for anybody who can go through the whole thing, and $500 is deducted for each failed chance or for each use of profanity. We'll talk more about that in a minute, <laughs> because that that's a little odd, but... um. Also, guests don't have to pay to get inside. So, McKamey takes payment in dog food for his pets, which I thought was a little bit weird. Um, at the location in Tennessee, you have to be 21 and over to get in or 18 to 20 with parental consent. That's how you know that crap's about to get real. If full-on adults have to have parental consent to go to this place. The Alabama location, however, is only 21 and over. Um, Also, I should probably mention, the one in San Diego was shut down because of all the complaints about things that were happening there. These ones, I feel like, are about to be shut down because of the complaints, which we'll talk about later. So, the house operates all year, and there is a waiting list currently of 27,000 people. And I can't imagine wanting to do this especially wanting 27,000 people to do this like I that's crazy that's a lot of dog food for his dogs um and this house used to not allow people to use safe words so he would just people would be freaking out and he would just like keep them which uh, that's borderline kidnapping um but now guests have the option to say one that ends the entire experience automatically, so they say. More on that later. So, about the profanity. <laughs> I don't want to hold that off any longer. So, McKamey is very particular about using cuss words. So, he makes the point all the time that he does not drink, do drugs, or use profanity. Like, okay, cool, good for you, but you get a fix out of torturing strangers and borderline kidnapping people, so, like, mm, you know, it's like, eh, I don't cuss, I don't drink, I don't do drugs, but I do all these other things. It, it doesn't make sense to me. So, I just want to list some of the messed up things that people go through at McCandy Manor. Obviously, these aren't all of them. So, we have physical assault, hit with vibrating toys, Yeah, it's exactly what you're thinking, yeah. Waterboarding, forced to eat and drink unknown substances such as your own vomit. Bound and gagged, drowned, 
physical torture, psychological torture, drugged, get teeth pulled, get tattooed, have fingernails pulled out, oh, I have drugged again, and having your head wrapped in duct tape. So, obviously, this is highly controversial. So, the facility in Tennessee has received many complaints, one of which was about a woman being dragged across the yard into a van screaming. And I probably should have mentioned, McKinney Manor is in his backyard still. Like, he got kicked out of the place in San Diego, but he it's still in his backyard at the Tennessee and in the Alabama locations. And they're also not listed as a legit or professional haunted attraction, so I'm not really sure how they're getting away with any of this stuff. And one person who went to McKinney Manor named Laura Hertz Brotherton says that her experience, at her experience, she repeated the safe word numerous times for several minutes, and it took them a while before they ever stopped torturing her, and she ended up having to go to the hospital for extensive injuries. Which is wild! I don't understand! So... Some information about the people that work here. So, a lot of these extreme haunts are volunteers or possibly employees. I guess it just depends on which one you're at. Especially the year-round ones probably have employees. But, the workers and volunteers at McKinney Manor... Well, they're all volunteers. Um, they've, they're people who went through the experience before and wanted to go through it again. But, to be the one torturing which is sick but well uh, there's no but that's just sick there's a quote from one of the volunteers that said I go hard on the big guys I've got three kids a lady and six dogs I have a lot going on in my life this is a great de-stressor another volunteer who plays there's like a person in charge of the kidnappers said I'm here to make sure no one makes it out I get carried away I don't really have a line. Both of those statements are horrifying, like, by themselves. But once you take into account that the volunteers have access to plastic restraints, rope, plastic bags, bodies of water to drown people in, like, it becomes even... that That's not even borderline psychopath. That is psychopath. They are psychopaths. Like, literally. I can't... What? <laughs> like, you all are literally torturing and almost murdering people. Like, you're force-feeding them their own vomit and hitting them and drowning them. And I can't imagine anyone wanting to do this. Like, yeah, it's cool to be in a haunted house and jump out at kids. But, like, I don't want to pretend to kidnap and strangle somebody. Like, what the heck? Especially... They're not even getting paid. These people are just in it because they think it's fun. Like, I don't understand. So, there's an argument that people want to go to extreme haunts as well as McKinney Manor because they want to find a thrill that they can't get elsewhere. So, some say that it's similar to going skydiving or do other life-threatening activities like bungee jumping and things like that just for the thrill of it. And some people say that they feel a better appreciation for life afterwards. So the question really is, is this high-risk entertainment or is the owner a sick man? 
Um, we all know my opinion at this point. <laughs> so, what do I think about McCandy Manor? Um, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. There is a, um, what's it called? A petition out there. I'll try and link it below. There's already 80,000 signatures trying to get this place shut down because people are describing it as being a torture ring that is disguised as an extreme haunt, which I completely agree with. Like, it's not even listed as, they describe themselves as being an extreme haunt, a haunted house, blah, blah, blah. But it's in some guy's backyard. Like, it takes place at his house. And yeah, you sign a waiver, but I don't understand. Like, why would you want to have your teeth pulled, to get tattooed randomly, to be drugged, to be drowned, all that stuff? Just for a thrill. Like, literally, go skydiving. Go bungee jumping. Do stuff like that. Don't, don't, don't go to this place to be tortured. Like, this is literally living in a Saw movie. And there's a reason that's a movie. Watch the movie. (laughs) Don't live the movie. Um, anyways, I'm curious to know what y'all think about Extreme Haunts and if you would ever go to any of these. And if you would go to McCamey Manor specifically, like, I want to know your reasoning. So, yeah, that's all I have for this week. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate, passionately against McCamey Manor. Um, some of these are, like, borderline okay, but this one's, like, so not okay. Like, illegal. (laughs) So, anyways, um, thank y'all so much for listening, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.